mind, body, spirit. The martial arts are a way of life. Attack Life, Not Others is an insight into that life with Tim Hoover and Steve Mittman. We want to talk about customs and rituals, sometimes traditions and even ceremonies falls into that category. If you look up the definition, sometimes they overlap, but they're also different as well. For the point of this conversation, we could be talking about all of them. Would you agree? I do. I do. Customs, rituals, ceremonies. And the question is, at what point do they lose their meaning? Now, when you perform a ritual or take part in a tradition, and it's a good ritual, and you do it on a fairly regular basis, we've talked about the importance of consistency with anything that's good. If you're consistent, you do it on a regular basis, on somewhat of a high frequency, then that's going to improve your life for a better quality of life. Of course, if it's a bad ritual, then obviously that can harm you as well. But we're not talking about that for the point of this conversation. You need to progress. You need to evolve and adapt to maintain relevance with your environment and the times in which you live. Martial arts, they've been around for thousands of years. Some of the rituals, some of the traditions that have been passed down are thousands of years old. Some are centuries old. Some are decades old. And then new ones are being created year by year. But how do we know how much to keep from the past and how much to progress and evolve, throw out the old and change moving forward? That's the question. Yeah. There's very, very important rituals that are all around us that we see in synagogues, churches, your place of worship, which to me would represent your faith. Um, There's rituals of the body, which would represent gymnasiums or... um, uh, a sense where you just work the particular body. There's rituals of the mind, which is uh, academics and reading and intellect. But I think it all comes back, Steve, to months ago, an episode we called CEE. Yeah. A ritual is something that you have to commit to. Now, that doesn't mean after a while that you don't evaluate. So CEE stands for commit, execute, and, and then evaluate. evaluate. I think sometimes rituals can become dangerous. They can be obsessive. And sometimes they can become very selfish especially when you're dealing with other people and family members taking time away. Rituals tend to sometimes become very dominant in your mind and can rule you if you're not aware of where it's taking you. Sure. So I always challenge every ritual. Looking back, I think one of the reasons with the martial arts and the rituals that were placed in my mind by my teachers, it wasn't that I just wanted to throw them out because of ego. That wasn't at all. It was just that I challenged the rituals to see if they made sense. Um, the way, you know, we bow in, did it have a purpose? Our stretching, our method of operation, did it make sense? And if it didn't, I threw it out and tried to figure out a better way. There's a county executive in here in my studio a few months ago, just got elected. And he was talking about when he first was looking over all the financials, he was looking at the budget and he was going line item by item by item. And he said, well, what's, what's this? And what's this for? Why is this this much and that much? And every, all those people were saying, well, that's just the way it's been done. That's it. That's how we do it. And he would say, well, why? And if they didn't have an answer that made sense, he threw it out. Ended up saving hundreds of thousands of dollars. I think it was about half a million. And government improved. So there's government. And we're talking martial arts, but it could be applied to anything. If it doesn't make sense, I guess, throw it out. Yeah. 
I think, and I think some of us are attracted more to to ritual uh, than others, um, and I think that is nice to to see opposite ends. Some people do not need the practice of ritual as much as others. For instance, I'll give you a perfect example. My desk. I have a couple different things that I do, you know, and uh, right. along with the, the uh, karate school, the detective agency, different things, different things of operation, which allow a lot of organization. Now, I can take a friend of mine and he can have his desk littered with no sense of organization or file, but he knows where everything is. Mm-hmm. I have to have a ritual. Yeah. I have to have a process that I do every day to keep everything separated so that I get it, so that I can follow it, understand it. And then that way, in regards to that being more efficient, I kind of need places to put things in my brain. Yeah. So it's, it, everybody's different. Some people don't need rituals as much as others. And then there are a lot of people who need them and don't know they need them. I was talking to my uh, rabbi about this. Every religion has rituals and traditions, every nationality, every culture. It's what defines who we are as people. Yeah. Different peoples, different tribes, different cultures. Yes. So he posed the question, at what point we throw out the old, do we no longer have the ritual? Is it no longer meaningful? Here, I'll give you an example. I think it comes back to awareness of where it's going and what it's doing. I was to a funeral a couple months ago, and I was in this church uh, when I was a young man. I was very familiar with the surroundings of the church. And when I went in that church as a young man, there was a sense of peace. I was surrounded by, I felt, um, and a lot of us can relate to this. I felt, I felt a presence of humbleness right. as I walked in. But most recently, when I went into this particular church, it wasn't the same. They had changed the environment. The rituals have changed. And the particular congregation or group of people who made that change are unaware of that feeling that I had, that sense of presence when I walked into this particular church years ago. I think, again, it comes back to the key word to any ritual is awareness of how it's affecting you. Another example is my family. For years, my father and my mother and and my sisters would get together and we'd have a ritual for Christmas. We'd have a ritual for Thanksgiving. Eventually, the families got to be too big and it was not destructive, but it was chaotic and it was time to change that, that particular ritual. And I think the martial arts is the same thing. It all has to change and adapt based on where we are and what our purpose is and what we want to do. Right. The question is, what's that breaking point? My rabbi used the example of scaffolding uh, in a building. At a certain point, you're going to pull out the last piece and it's going to crash. It's going to crumble and you're going to lose what you were trying to obtain. Now, you can potentially get that back. Sometimes you can't. Right. And you know, the fascinating thing about these conversations, this is a very ordinary show about ordinary issues with ordinary people. And it's about attacking life, not others, with a martial arts base. The martial arts base is heavy, as we talked about ritual. But I'd like to at least end the show with what you do and what I do as rituals. I have three or four different categories. One would be what I do as an individual ritual for me. So my rituals, if I'm cramping on somebody else's time, my family time or whatever, I make sure I back it up and do it earlier in the day or when nobody else is around. This is my thing that I do to breathe in more energy and more strength in me so I can survive in this world. This, these rituals that I do for my individual purpose are for me and which I look and reflect every time to see if it's good. And if it makes me feel good, I continue to go back to these, these mm, rituals. Right. And those rituals are surrounded by faith, by physical strength, by exercise with all the martial arts people that I train with, and by reading. Then I have rituals I have with my family. 
that I tend to hope to be the patriarch of the family and make sure those rituals continue to keep our family together. Right. Then I have rituals that I do with the process of different objects that I have in my life, taking the car to be maintained, ritual of this, ritual of that. So these things are important, but they're different kinds, and they all fall into your lap as far as the discipline and the desire to pull them off. If you don't follow through with the discipline of ritual, it'll collapse over a period of time. So that would be my answer to that. And obviously martial arts is a ritual. Now, what about yours? Well, I hear what you're saying here. And you know what you're saying? This goes back to another episode we did, the episode on absolutes. Everything you mentioned, all those rituals are absolutes of yours. Right. You've determined that those are absolutely important in your life. They have value. They, Mm -hmm. They are. They are. But now hear me real quick. And I'm sorry to interrupt, but if... If I have a plan to do this particular thing that's important to me, for instance, Tai Chi, every day I do Tai Chi, Mm -hmm. it works. It works. I do my son chin form. It works. But all of a sudden, at this particular hour in the afternoon, if I do it, my grandson's coming over. Oh, man, I got, what's more important? Well, Well, there's certain. But things are always going to get in the way. Right. This is where rituals can become selfish, though. Okay. And where you can say, well, no, 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 no. This is this is what I do. This is my time. Nah, see, there's things prioritize. Well, because your a, grandson is a priority. That's, that's yes. an absolute. That's a higher absolute, if but, you will. Yes, absolutely. And that's what you, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. I said that. But see, that's what you got to know is when to drop them and when to pick them up. Right. And if, if you do miss a day, it's not going to kill you. Right. You see, um, one of my rituals for my body is to get up and down two eight-ounce glasses of water right away. Mm. That's that's just what I do. Yeah. So what about yours? What, what kind of Well, I mean, so as you know, I have a younger family right now. I have three small children. So they are an absolute to me. We've my wife and I have determined that I mean it's of the utmost importance that we try to do things that's gonna make them better, stronger human beings. So what you're saying is, but you don't have an individual ritual process. Um, I do, but when see it's along the lines of what you said. I do. You know, I work out. Going to the gym, training in martial arts, you know, a certain way and time of eating and things like that. But like you said, if it interferes with the higher priority, then I throw it out. Yeah. And, you know, there are those that there is not a grandson who gets in the way. It's actually who gets in the way is the enemy inside yourself. Oh, yeah. And then, and then evidently at that point, or obviously you give it up. I had a student of mine come to me uh, six months ago, overweight. Um, had some issues and says to me, point blank, I need to get back. I need to get back into that ritual. Yeah. I need that ritual in my life. Yep. Well, guess what? So for a month, he's gone. Yeah. So we can have rituals of wishing that we were doing them in our brain, but then following through, you need an engine. You yeah, need a backup execute. plan, which is a discipline. Yep. And so it's hard. Yep. But rituals don't start out on the scale of one foot at a time. They start out in fractions of inches. You know, If I can advise anybody in setting up a ritual, set up small. Set up a small quarter of an inch ritual. Don't go for the big thing. And then when you finally do get moving, don't overlap it to the point where it's just like you say, oh, man, I love this. Now I need to keep adding on time and time. Make your rituals somewhat short and small, but make them repeat themselves every day as much as you can because it will enhance your life. Yeah. And uh, I really believe in that. Yeah, me too. Yeah. All right, good stuff. Well, yeah, thanks, Steve. It was a great topic. Thank you for listening to Attack Life, Not Others. Subscribe to our podcast. And for more on our way of life through the martial arts, go to hoovercarate.com. 
This has been a Steve Mittman Social Media creation. Steve Mittman Social Media.com. Dot com. Dot com. Dot com.